championship. Can you feel Candlestick? Welcome to Cover 49. I am your host, Tesh. Got my main man, Chrissy Chris, in the building. What's going on, Chris? What's up, America? How we living? Jamal the Bagman, how are you? The Browns had dinner at the uh, Brazilian Steakhouse, so I'm nice and stuffed. What? Yeah, what? must be nice. Yep, shout out he to Bronze out there. No red light. Oh, man, how was it, dude? What did you have? Uh, everything. Everything from the bacon-wrapped chicken to the grilled pineapple. Filet mignon. Uh, and he had the green light going, no red light. All green, all day. Yeah. So yeah. then how does that work? You pay that one price and you eat whatever you want? Yeah, it's like a buffet style, but they come to you, which is just genius. <laughs> I'm trying to get my fat ass up. <laughs> that, 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 you had the red, uh, the green and the red light, right? Yeah, yeah. It's green all day. Yeah. So all what, day. That, what does that mean, green and red light? So you, is a red light or you don't want any more food? Yeah. Yeah, every man just stop bringing us food. Green means keep bringing it over. And then yeah. you get to pick what you want, or they have to they pick for you. I mean, it's got like twenty servers bringing a different dish, so um, you, you just gotta try it out, man. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it's worth it. It's a hundred dollars worth worth spent per person. Sure. Yeah, you know, tranks or what have you got going on? But yeah, it's a uh, it's fire. Yeah, you know, hey Tess, you know, if you're ever in the doghouse, take your girl there. <laughs> she don't even like steak like that. No, nah, they got lamb, they got chicken, like you said, they got they got they got a little bit of everything. They got them uh Mediterranean little side dishes. I'm in the, I'm in the doghouse right now. Oh, Tess, what's up, bro? <laughs> Take it to Popeyes, man. Get a uh, get a, get a, uh spicy chicken sandwich, <laughs> extra mayonnaise. <laughs> Damn, no, Tess, you in the doghouse? That don't even sound right. Yeah, man, I'm in the doghouse. She got all mad at me. Damn, Tess, I can't even get mad at you. Look at that face. <laughs> <laughs> how about how, the hell? You better tell her, but like, hey, girl, this is it. Yeah, she Forever. probably gonna put me. I'm gonna be in like the double doghouse now since I brought it up in the podcast. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, she don't listen. Ain't she like, you put this. You put. You put it on the streets. Yeah, put it on the streets. Yeah, she's like, oh, enough of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna add that part of the show. So we no, part. I think I'm gonna keep it in. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into it. I was gonna do an icebreaker, but that broke all the ice. Oh, that was the icebreaker of all icebreakers right there. Uh, <laughs> the doghouse. The ice has melted. The trade, the trade of the lifetime. This is a once in a generation type of trade. Like oh sure. Like I've never like, seen the Niners do a trade like this in my lifetime. No. Jamal, can you can you think of a bigger trade? Yeah, back in uh '95 when we traded uh the 26th pick to move up to pick up uh, JJ Stokes, uh, 10 overall. Oh my that worked God. out real well for us, too. <laughs> that was the last time we really moved, made a big move like that. Yeah, I want to talk was, about JJ. See, that was number 10, not number three, though. Yeah, we well, still moved say, up I've by 20 spots. Like what, what, did, what did we give up, Jamal? Um, the first, I have it written down, too. I know it was the uh, next year's first, current first, which is uh, 20 something. And a couple of mid-rounders to move up to 10. What? The I don't got the execs. She gave me like two minutes. <laughs> I had to hey, it's a late night talk show, man. It's no, man. 
No, we gave up, we we had a swap pick, the third and the twelfth, and then we gave up a first round pick for next year and the year after, and then next year's third round pick that we got for Salah. So we still. I thought have, you were talking about JJ Stokes. I know what you're talking about. Oh, JJ Stokes. Come on, host. Come on, host. I mean, off guard. No, I'm not talking about JJ Stokes. I'm talking about the third overall. But oh, you're talking about the new blockbuster trade? Yeah, yeah. yes. The new blockbuster trade, live in THX 3D Dolby sound. Uh, do you feel like that was too much? Heck no. Uh, it better work. I'll just put it that way. It better work. I would have threw McGlinchy sure. in there. Nah, 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 nah. He, he hit me up on Twitter. He was like, hey, man, y'all better cool it on me. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to dog you out, McGlinchy. <laughs> no, I don't think it was too much at all. I think no? um, that's what, I mean, if, okay, so let's, let's, Best case scenario, right? You think your best case scenario. We're picking from anywhere from thir- 28 to 32 next season and the season after that. So those are pretty much like second round picks that you have to pay like first rounders, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got, we gave a third round pick that we wasn't even banking on that we got it for Robert Sala being a minority. Shout out to Robert Sala. Shout out to minorities. And shout out to the minorities. And so we got a pick for that. And so it's kind of like it feels like it's a win-win if we if we win if we don't win and we're like the worst team in the league next year. Oh you know, man! Like you know what I say? Jermaine Garoppolo gets gets hurt, and then the rookie that we draft for some reason for some reason doesn't excel, and we're picking anywhere from one to ten. We're gonna be like, man, I really wish we had that pick, right? So you think they're not gonna trade Jimmy? You think they're just gonna keep him on the roster? All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. I'm just I'm just asking questions, you know. I'm just, you know, I'm the co-host. You the host, I'm the co-host. I think I think they are gonna trade Jimmy if there's a good enough package out there, right? So they're saying that they're gonna keep him right now, right? You can't be like, Oh, we're looking to move on from Jimmy. Then they're gonna be like, Oh, here's a seventh round pick, right? That's the best you're getting. But you if you say like, Oh, we want him to be the starter, we plan on for him to be the starter, this has nothing to do with Jimmy Garoppolo. James Garoppolo, the packages will be there. Jamal, will at this be- point, at this point, you might as well call him number ten because he might not even be. <laughs> he might not even be on the roster by by Monday. By by the time this podcast gets edited, he might be breaking news traded to New England for a second round pick. Oh, that'd be sweet, Jamal. What do you think? Do we do we keep number ten on the roster? I think it makes sense if we keep him on the roster. I know uh, we are not in seller cap hell anymore, so we don't really need him to restructure or lose that contract. And if you go back in history, you know, all the greats, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, they sat behind a, a superstar quarterback or aging quarterback for a year just to learn the game. Not calling Alex Smith a superstar, but that one year he sat behind Alex Smith in Kansas City, uh, it definitely helped his development. So whether that pick is Justin Fields, or uh, Trey Lance, all they can do is just get better sitting a year under the system. No. The, is, is there anyone that uh, – uh, so you don't think any of the ones are – the quarterbacks that are ready to go right now? Like like Trey Lance, Justin Fields, I mean, maybe Zach Wilson. I don't know. You know, those those, those guys aren't ready to go week one. You don't think – you think a, a, good, a good season – so behind them is uh is uh it'll be good for him if they're I think Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, and Mac Jones all start day one. 
uh, honestly, but it's only going to benefit them to sit a year. It's not going to hurt them at all. I mean, I don't, I don't feel that way about Fields. I don't. Um, if if I'm going to really break it down, I think Fields is a one read quarterback right now. You're a, you're a nut. That's everyone's <laughs> effing take on Justin Fields. You're an absolute nut. Uh, Everyone who think, thinks that are nuts. I think you do know one. he went to Georgia. He declared to Georgia where they run a pro style offense. Like you do know that, right? Yeah, but he didn't play for them. He played 12 games. Yeah. Hey, he was a back and quarterback behind Jake Fromm. He transferred there, but he played in Georgia. He was also part of the QB collective coming out of high school. So to say he's a one-read quarterback, it's just the Ohio State system that runs that way. He's not a one-read quarterback, though. You can't tell me that. Chris, well, Chris, let me get your opinion about what do you think they're going to do with James Garoppolo? Man, that's tough. Honestly, because I'm like, now we got the third overall pick. I'm like, if I'm, if I'm your man, James Garoppolo, I'm, hey, let me go. And I'm like, man, you better off cutting me or trading me because this, I'm this whole lame duck year. Uh, I'm cool. I'd rather just you know go to greener pastures. Let you guys do your thing. We'll go our separate ways. You know the famous Time line. Time out though. Let's say we start him week one. By week six, he's in the NFL in touchdowns. You can get a first round pick for him. If you hold on to him for another couple of weeks, trade him at week eight to deadline or hold him on for a whole offseason, trade him next season. You get a first-round pick, if not two first-round picks, if he tears it up this season. Why cut yourself short? You're playing with house money now. Uh, that I don't know. Do you see him leading the league in touchdowns, though? It's a possibility, <laughs> no. bro. He got Brian Ayuk now. Heck no. Heck no. I don't <laughs> see it. I don't see it. I, I'm just saying, no. I, I just don't know. Why would you release him for no reason, though? No, you won't. Well, the, the, he wouldn't want to be released anyway because the money that he's set to make right now, he's not going to find it in the open market. Nobody's going to pay. Oh him. hell no, he's not. He's not getting that twenty five million a year. Yeah, so he's not going to get that. So he doesn't want to get released. Just to, I mean, shoot, if you're going to pay me to be a backup for twenty five million, you know what I mean? But yeah, but he he's like a me. starter though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Then again, he might not be built like me. But no, he's not built like you, Tess. That's why. <laughs> that's why I say cut him. Uh, it's for you, I say keep him. Talk about Tess. Keep him. Thank you. Appreciate that. I bet you he's not nobody's doghouse, though. Oh, no, Tess. Come on, man. That don't even sound right. Tess is a doghouse. That don't even sound right, man. (laughs) That don't even sound right. No, but so I just – I don't think you can go into the season expecting Fields to be the starter, though, Jamal. I don't think you can expect Wilson, and I don't think you can expect Lance to be the starter. I I mean, let's say – I think – if a team drafted him that high, they're looking for them to be a starter. No, I think those steps yeah, in day one to be a starter. Overall, they can. That, that, that's, that, that's day one starter right there. I mean, what's the difference between number one and number three? Nothing really. It's just the needs of the team. Like, exactly. you're top five. I mean, you're, you kind of – I mean, if we were afforded enough to Jimmy G, his makeup to, you know, groom, you know, you know, go for a couple weeks, like you said, week five, week six, and then we turn the keys over. But I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's probably like, you guys did all this. You know, I appreciate if you guys, you know, find me a, uh, a nice place for me to go to. Or if not, just release me and then I can, me and my agent can figure something out. I think, I think you guys are looking at it the wrong way, though. Just because he's the number three, <laughs> just because he's the number three quarterback pick doesn't mean that he's going to be a day one starter because Mahomes was the third quarterback picked in that draft. And he sat behind Alex Smith for a year. There's yeah, so much more. 12. 
Number ten, number twelve overall pick. Let's not look at the number. Look at the look at the position of the team. He was sitting by Alex Smith. Alex Smith was a, was a veteran starter there. It helped him out. So uh, Jimmy Brown. G. Jimmy G. Went from a when he's now like an asset. Now we could have him start four or five games. He's going to get hurt. Now Justin Fields comes <laughs> out and starts playing after that. Two. We don't hope anybody gets hurt, but it's inevitable. It's inevitable. no, yeah. I mean, that, that, I mean, that's just like tomorrow, some Monday. That's that's just how it's gonna be. He he gonna get hurt <laughs> some way. He might be, you know, turning up on the off day and then he slips and falls or something. <laughs> it, it just happens. I just, I just think you're putting too much expectations on the young man already. Like we got what to. Happen, what happens if he come and he can't get the whole playbook down? Yes. We traded three first round picks and a third round pick for whoever this person is. There's a lot of pressure. You got to come in and perform low key. I mean, that that's a lot. It's not like we just drafted them at our position and didn't trade anything so we can take the loss. So like I think like the 12th pick, or you know what I'm saying? If we ended up, you know, just taking Mac Jones at the 12th pick, then I would say the expectations, eh, not that much, but the stuff that we did, shoot, we we expecting uh, there's high expectations. Now I don't know about year one, but low key year one, there's a lot of expectations. So I mean, go ahead. Well, you you brought up the the elephant in the room. What about if they draft Mac Jones? That was the third overall pick. I'll be hella mad. Yeah, I'm quitting if they do that. <laughs> See, what about, so but that's the thing though it's like you know this is the guy that they want what about if the guy that they want is mac jones if mac jones could be a day one starter yeah i think yeah. he's the most quarterback i mean the most priority quarterback out of the uh top four but top five yeah but he's not worth giving up two first round picks and all this nah because i mean you could have got him at 12 it's yeah this, it's a guy with one year of like real starting experience like are you really gonna risk that much to see that kind of a guy is Trey Lance a day one starter, Chris? Ah man, I seen his tape. It looked good, but I'm, I'm gonna need to see, I'm I don't know about that one. That's that in that aspect, we're taking Trey Lance, that third overall pick. Then I would say, yeah, I, I would go with the Jamal philosophy and you know start him, you know Jimmy Garoppolo for you know week one, and then take it from there. Jamal, is I don't know. Or, Jamal is Trey Lance a. Uh, day one starter. Again, I don't know what system you're putting him into. If he's drafted 28th overall, he's sitting behind a, a veteran quarterback. If he's drafted second overall, the team sucks for a reason. They're going to throw him in as soon as possible. That's why they're drafting so damn high. Uh, Justin yep. Fields, Trey Lance, I think they should – I think even Justin Fields, I think, should sit a year. And we have the luxury of having Jimmy G under, under contract still. But I thought you yep. said you want to start Justin Fields day one. No, I'm just saying – those quarterbacks, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, they could start. They could start week. Oh. We have Jimmy G. He's under contract. Let him start X amount of games the whole season. Let a guy sit. Okay, it makes sense. It Whether makes- we draft Mac Jones, Trey Lance, I don't care whoever we draft. I would. I want them to sit a year. So you That's don't care. And then trade Jimmy G next year or in the off season, whatever. But then his value's going to go up. But then he only has one year left in his contract. Is somebody going to make that trade? Yeah, because it'll be like a, it'll be like a New England or some team that you know, like Atlanta or something that has like a, a, a veteran quarterback or they need a quarterback, you know, or there's always somebody that needs a quarterback at the end of the year, you know, maybe in Pittsburgh, 
you know, with uh, Ben Roethlisberger, only maybe going to have one year left. Some some team like that, where they, you know, they don't want to rebuild, so they'll take a they'll take a flyer on a veteran for a year or two and kind of go take it from there. Yeah, plus the salary cap's going up next year anyway. It's going to go up. I don't know, ten fifty million dollars too. Well, I mean, we can take care of business now if if Jimmy G is off the books. Would you want to see a Gardner Minshew? No. No. You do not why? want the Gardner unless we're talking about your yard. You do not <laughs> want the Gardner, man. No, oh, bro. Why do you want to start from scratch? You got a quarterback right now that knows the system inside and out, knows receivers inside out. Just just start Jimmy G for a couple weeks and but then bring about, a rookie in. What about with the money that you're paying Jimmy G? You can extend Fred Warner and Bosa this season. You can uh, do that. This one, thing at a time. one thing at a time, Tess. No, I think you're thinking too far ahead, man. Let's just get through this offseason first. As I'm no saying, he's spending a lot of money, man. He's spending a lot of stimulus right now. He's spending <laughs> a lot of money right now. I would say uh, top priority is Fred Warner because, I mean, Nick Bosa, Nicky Bosa, I mean, we can uh, we can do that, take care of that next year. Okay, so then. The year after that. So are we in agreement of Trevor Lawrence going first? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be shocked if he did. Zach Wilson's going next? Uh, I don't know. I think so. I don't know. What do you think, Chris? I don't know. Because, I mean, they they might they might rock with Sam Darnold and then get maybe a tackle from uh, Oregon or, my, or, you know, the guy from Northwestern. They might. I mean, but you never know. I mean, they could do a draft day trade. They might even trade out of that. So then who do you want, Chris, Wilson or Fields? Man, that's tough. That's tough. We've been linked kind of to uh, Zach Wilson kind of, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. I mean, Zach Wilson had that one good year. I mean, Justin Fields is kind of the prototype quarterback. You know, I would I would say Deshaun Watson, but I don't want to add another case to his, uh, <laughs> you know, situation. Proven guilty is all I'm going to say. But Jamal, Wilson or Fields? I think Wilson fits the system better, but – I'm enamored by Justin Fields and what he brings to the table. Is Trey Lance in the question or no? Not at number three. Uh, I said not at number three. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I low-key thought we would maybe get him at like eight, mm-hmm. six or something like that, but not number three. I, I haven't seen enough tape. You know what I'm saying? I, that's that's my, you know, you can see it on YouTube, his highlights and all that stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. He could be a Carson Wentz type quarterback. Jamal, what would you do if they traded or if they drafted for the tackle from Oregon? At number three? At number three, Jamal, what would you do? I mean, that'd be a trip. I mean, that means that they must really not feel highly about Mike Lynch anymore. And they got something that works to trade him. But that's a lot to – that's a lot to give up. Just yeah, go spots for, for the second best, you know, the first best tackle. Yeah, I guess you guys are right. I guess it's quarterback, right? If you're gonna give him all that, it's gotta be a quarterback. Hell yeah, everybody. I mean, everything you read, everything you see on TV or what you read on your, you know, Twitter and everything like that. I mean, that's that's a that's a quarterback play. You don't do that for a tackle. Well, it's not just quarterback, it's it's Justin Fields. That's the quarterback. There's not gonna be Trey Lance, not Mac Jones, it's it's Justin Fields. That's it. End of discussion. I'm down, yeah, hey, just, I'm down for a black quarterback. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm down for a black quarterback also, but I just don't think he's the guy, though. No? He reminds me of Jamal's boy, Kaiser, from Notre Dame. No, hell no. No. That, that, that's insulting. 
That dude cannot play. I can tell where, you that. You where did he get drafted up, though? He went, uh, I think it was in the second round. Was it the second round? Yeah, yeah. he went in the second round to the Browns, I think. Yeah, the Browns. No, 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 no. Okay. no that's insulting. That's insulting. That, that, that's a to- that's totally different player right there. Justin Fields, the Kaiser. Even the college tape would be the would tell you different. You think so? Yeah, test that. No, nah, he looked like he didn't play. Kaiser, what happens I mean, if you put? What happens? Well, here's here's the thing that I was asking during the uh, college football season. What happens if you put Kellen Mund, Kellen Mund on the Ohio, on Ohio State? Do they still get as far as they do? Yes. So then, is Justin Fields even that good? So you're saying he's a system quarterback? I'm saying that the system Ohio State ran made even uh, what's his name uh, the backup cattle or they called him Twelve Gauge. Oh, you talking about uh, Carnell Jones? Carnell Jones, right? Even he was he he dang near almost won a Heisman. Yes, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a QB friendly system they run, but you got to look at the intangibles that Justin Fields brings to the team, though the running ability. The boy threw he threw a sixty yard bomb in Clemson. Uh, last season. I mean, you can't teach that. And the accuracy, the deep accuracy is also on point. Well, what about Braxton Miller, though? He did all that. Braxton Miller. Slash I think he's like tear his shoulder and couldn't play quarterback anymore. Yes. He he played for the Texans. He, <laughs> he had a receiver. Yeah. But he did all that for the Ohio State, though. Yeah, No, I'll, I'll admit, the Ohio State quarterback track record is shit. I'll admit that. But I don't know. I just I feel like Justin Fields brings more to the table than those guys did, as far as the the height, <clears> the weight. He's ideal. He's an ideal quarterback stature. Mm-hmm. Those other guys are either too small, didn't have big enough arms. I mean, you can just put on the tape and just be blown away. Be blown away, but he brings to the table. I I said it before on this podcast. I was wrong about Herbert, and I hope I'm wrong about Fields now. But I just feel like that this isn't the quarterback draft to be trading up in, other than if you're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. I think he is for sure bonafide. He could help us out day one. I just don't think – I don't think that uh, Zach Wilson is six foot three, like he said he was on his program. Hey, he had a good pro day, though, I'll tell you that. I mean, that was an amazing throw he did across yeah. his body when he's drifting to his left. Amazing throw, but I don't think he's six foot three at all. I don't even think he's 215 pounds. I think he's more like 5'11", 5'10", 190. Uh, give me six one two ten. I don't think he is that. I don't think oh, he is. They lying on the stat sheet. They lying yeah, on the program a little bit. And then, and then, of course, it's Trey Lance, where it's just like he played in Division One Two A against lesser talent, and he only played what like seventeen games, right, Jamal? I don't know if he played that many. <laughs> I was saying it might have been a season. It only might have been like three games, four games, yeah. pandemic season. So it's just have like a BBLO schedule. There's just so many question marks. There's just so many question marks in this quarterback. And I, I, I understand there's always going to be question marks, but if we were going to trade up, I, I'd want a more surefire pick, and that would be like Trevor Lawrence. But there's no way they, I don't think they could get up to number one. I don't know. They'd give up their whole, to, uh, the whole draft from this year and next year to get to that number one spot. Now, what's, what's surprising to me is I'm surprised they didn't jump to number two, knowing that they have ties with, you know, <clears throat> Robert Salas. So yeah. That's why. But I mean, what, what's the difference, though, right? If if Salah would have been like, um, you know, we we're gonna draft Wilson, so if you guys draft Fields, we'll draft Wilson. It doesn't really matter, right? If you have the two or three, true. But it gives a chance for somebody else to jump up. Yeah, but I I, I kind of hope they do they do the Falcons what they did to the Bears. It's kind of like 
they made him trade up that one spot. Remember, we're going to pick the guy that you guys want. If you want him, trade it to us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You see the Falcons yeah. going for a quarterback, Jamal? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think they're – I mean, they're rebuilding teams, so maybe. I don't know if um, they're going to, though. Matt Ryan's owed, what, like $30 million this season? Yeah, but, I mean, Jimmy G's making 25, so it does, that doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. I, I did a report that the Eagles wanted to move to number two or wanted to move to number three, but they wanted Zach Wilson. And once they were told that the Jets are taking him, they didn't pull the trigger anymore. So the Jets getting Zach Wilson? Yeah, I think Jets and Zach Wilson. I think that's what I saw too, yeah. Like, it's a wrap. So they were going to have Hurts and Zach Wilson? No, no, the Jets. Oh, the but Jets. The Eagles were looking. The Eagles were looking. But to yeah. me, I don't, I don't understand why the Eagles – I feel like Jalen Hurts is your guy. Yeah. yeah. Enough to me. That's what uh, I'm saying, though. You can't just draft two first-round quarterbacks two years in a row, can you? Yeah, but remember, this is a different this is a different uh, regime, though. Like, uh, Doug Peterson's out. True. So it's but a new I mean, head coach new, who wants his quarterback. Well, here, I'll give you this. I think Hurts played very well for his first year in the league. I think Fields low, is low I, think Fields, I think Fields is better than Hurts. I think the same guy. Same guy, different haircut. <laughs> For real. Honestly. I mean, I just feel like uh even for Hurts, uh, he didn't get enough reps. You know what I mean? I mean he was on he wasn't getting first team reps for shoot probably half the year. And then, you know, he kind of got thrusted in there and he, he looked pretty good. I mean, I, honestly, in my opinion, I, I would if I was a new coach, I'd kind of, I'd put my all my horses, uh, I'd put all my eggs in that basket, you know, just because, you know, you can build around them. I mean, that's the new NFL, you know, dual threat quarterback. I mean, there's only a few pocket patches out there that can, you know, get the job done. There's only a few Tom Brady's out there left. After that, uh, you got to be able to move. Jamal, when this trade happened, where were you at? Um, I think I was heading to work, uh, doing the paperwork, and uh, my friend texted me saying that the trade went down, and I didn't believe him. So jumped <laughs> online, seen it. It's like, oh, that's – like my first instinct was like, that's a lot. But then when she sat down, just kind of looked at the trade, like, okay, well, it makes sense. When you're drafting 32 the next couple of years, it's not a big deal. That's right. Well, yeah, we're going back-to-back, back, huh? Yeah. Back-to-back. No, back back. Done. Chris, done. where were you at when the trade went down? Oh, man, I was at work, man. I seen that. My, I had that little alert that keep going off on your phone. I was like, oh, no, for real. <laughs> I was like, and then uh, I got a couple of guys that I work with are Patriot fans. So I was like, I walked into the office and I was like, uh, Jim and G, he's available. What's up? What you got? Give me Dante Hightower. What's up? But, uh, yeah, no, I was, I, I was shook. Because, I mean, like I said, I've never seen a trade like that from us, you know. Like you said, he said 1995. I mean, shoot, 1995, I was in the sandbox. Yeah, yeah it's kind of unlike John Lynch to do something like that. To move mm-hmm. that, that much up, give that much up just to get that guy for Kyle. Well, it's like, it's like as a fan base, what more can you ask for? You know what I mean? Oh, no, no. That's what I said. I can't be mad. I'm not. I mean, they're, they're going for it. But, I mean, this, stuff, this type of move right here puts your job on the line, kind of. No, I mean, for sure. not successful. You hear what uh, Steve Young came out and said? Uh, that say? extends the Super Bowl window a couple years now, now that you got that quarterback on a rookie deal? Well, I mean, for sure, until you have to re-sign him. But it's like one of those things where by the time his rookie deal is over, if you're not successful, you're going to be fired anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, this sure. is uh, 
for both of them, John Lynch and uh, Shanahan. I think this is kind of their uh, their Hail Mary, I guess. Yeah, but they're putting all the chips in the turning of the table. Yeah. They're like the hands that they got dealt. They're sitting on a – they think they're sitting on a royal house. Lunch. Yeah. Maybe a full house, maybe a flush, maybe, yeah. Yeah. But you don't know what the – you don't know what the – you don't know what the dealer has, though. You don't know, which is the – if you draft fields, you don't know how he's going to turn out. But – you got to, we're at least we're in the race, man. That's all you can ask for as a fan base for sure. True, true. No, heck yeah. I mean, we could be the, we can be one of these uh, Texans or something, you know, the no hope, you know? So. Speaking of, what would it cost for us to get Watson? Can we make it happen with the number three overall? Uh, at this point, I'll be like, yeah. Because, I mean, his market is, uh, I mean, you're going to take all that negative publicity and all that backlash and everything like that and all that baggage he's bringing. That, that's what surely took down at least one or two uh, first-round picks. Because, I mean, he uh, they're making it seem like it's inevitable for him to get suspended at least, you know, four to six games just on the, just on the strength. I mean, 16 cases? Good Lord. <laughs> what do you think, Jamal? No, I remember I, I brought that scenario up uh, about a month ago and got shot down by cool people. Saying that was nuts. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Who you, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah so podcast. I feel like we did the exact same trade just on a Friday, and everyone's all like, "Oh yeah, John Lynch the man." But yeah, whatever. But yeah, um, no, I'm done. Uh, Kimmy Justin Fields over Deshaun Watson right now. So they got it. The 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 Niners are drafting number three overall. It's gonna be a month till we get uh see who they draft, and it's gonna be a long month for all 49er fans and to find out. What quarterback they're in love with? Um, are you guys reading the tea leaves in uh, Shanahan and Lynch going to Mac Jones Pro Day and not going to Justin Fields Pro Day? They probably know uh, what they got in uh, Justin Fields. I mean, there's enough tape on him and everything like that. But Mac Jones, like you said, was only really a one-year starter, you know, and he played with, you know, three first-round receivers and a first-round running back, you know, so – and, it's better to see what they what he got live, but all, I mean, they, what I what I heard about him, I mean, his pro day was all the reports on him. It was good, but it wasn't like spectacular. Like he didn't jump off the the screen on you. You know, he kind of looks like your typical Andy Dalton type quarterback. Oh, good comparison, Jamal. What do you think? You really yeah, I think it's a smoke screen. I think Adam Peters going there is cool, but I don't put any um, <clears throat> I don't put anything in them going to Alabama watch them play. Saw on Twitter right before we went, need right now. I saw on Twitter right before we went on that uh, for Bosa's pro day, only Adam Peters went there. So take that as what you will. Yeah, and there's a lot of smoke us taking Quinn Williams over Bosa. I'm glad we didn't do it, even though Quinn Williams is still a good player. But uh, I mean, it's all smoke screens, man. You're trying, you're not trying to play your hand too obvious. That's all they're doing right now. Yeah, they're all playing poker saying, right now. All I'm saying is Quinn Williams has played more games than Bosa. And is a better player right now. So has less sacks. No about that one, Tesh. I mean, if he didn't, you know, on a bad turf, a bad, bad surface, I think you wouldn't be able to say that comparison. Uh, if he was on, uh, if he played all all last season, I don't know. Quinn Moore is good. You know, what I'm saying two different positions, so two different uh, stat lines and uh, expectations. But Nick, Nicky Bosa, I mean. He already low key uh, top five at his position, and uh, he's only 
a year and a couple games in. I mean, he's got the juice. Well, well, there he goes again. Chris, the juice. No, no. I had, to, I had to. You know, I got to call it out when I see it. I'm like, eh, Quinn Williams is good. But Nicky Bosa, is, you know, he was number two for a reason. Yep, yep, yep. Well, number three overall. Looks like the majority of this podcast is Justin Fields. If I had to draft a quarterback at number three and Wilson wasn't there, I think I'd take Fields over Wilson also. I just don't like the other selections in the draft. Maybe Fields will prove me wrong like Herbert did. Do you guys have anything else left to say about the number three overall pick? They take a, a, a defensive player. Well, how would you feel about that? Was it to the guy from Penn State? I don't like the guy from Penn State at all. He didn't like his pro day. He looked all, it looked, you know, he didn't look fast out there. He didn't look I good. Not, not, I just, the whole Jerry Sandusky thing is joking around. It really turned me off. I can't say anything about that. <laughs> Jamal, we're leaving anything out? Uh, I just say, do the right thing, get Justin Fields. It makes the most sense in the world. And I swear to God, if we get Mac Jones, I'm going to flip my fucking shit, man. <laughs> no, hell yeah. No, don't don't do it. Oh, yeah, God, no. don't do it. Yeah, no, that's way too much for Mac Jones. Even though he could be a Hall of Famer and all that, but we could have got you at 12. Yeah. And we kept our first round picks. You could have you could have traded back for him from 12 to get Mac Jones. So if I they mean, get Mac Jones, we're already ahead of the Patriots. Because, I mean, the Patriots are only ones that, you know, but even then, the Patriots, you got to take everything they say with a grain of salt because, you know, they, they're notorious for smoke screens, poker faces. So that's why I'm like, yeah. But we're, well, we would have picked before them unless they, unless they felt like they were going to jump up. But, I mean, if they're going to do all that, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'd, I'd be very upset if they picked Mac Jones at number three. Well, one thing we can all agree on is hell no to Mac Jones. <laughs> at three not hell no if we draft them but number three overall hell no <laughs> all right joe take us out how's it go jimmy time sula jimmy time sula open up my shirt like jimmy time sula got the gold chain on like jimmy time sula